Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at Comic Book Movie. You may know me as Mr. Sunday. I thought you were going to say my name is James Jr. <laughs> do you remember James Bond Jr., the yes, TV show? Yes, of course I do. Ah, oh, but he wasn't, the, he wasn't an actual junior. He was no, like he was his nephew. Yeah. And there was always that really awkward scene where he'd introduce himself and go, My name is Bond, James, James Bond, Bond, James Jr. Bond Jr. Jr. Oh, so wow. he'd say the whole thing. Oh, that's, yeah. He never had any friends. Shit show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it very well. Out of the gate. <laughs> Trailblazing opinions. Joining me as always is my co-host, James Bond Jr. fanatic. That's me. Nick Mason. How hey, you pal. What's up? I'm, I'm good. I'm excellent. I'm recording slightly delayed today because uh, there was a fly in the uh, in the room <laughs> and, and you ran around Walter White obsessively trying to swat at it and negotiate its pass- safe passage out of the room. It was, um, I would have, it would have driven me crazy. I, I should have, done have this. I should have put the video on YouTube because our uh, millions of hits. So many viral. millions. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. One um, of these days you'll get through an entire intro of this show without me interrupting. That's fine. What, not today. Why, why would we? Uh, what are we, we doing today? Uh, good question. Well, as we discussed earlier, Ooh. uh, this week we're talking alternative endings to popular comic book movies. Ooh. I've written here some clever, some wacky, some boring, and some, quite frankly, not worth talking about. <laughs> Let's talk about them anyway. Exactly. I've got quite a few, actually. Some of them aren't strictly comic book movies, but um, all of them have at least big comic book properties kind of based on them or spinning off from them. So, I'm you know... somewhat capable of talking about things that aren't comic book movies. Good. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, evidence will bear that out one way or the other today, but maybe not. We'll see. I'm not confident, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> We've got news to start with. Though. I've got two things to talk about for news. I'm ready. Let's. You talk like about to keep news. the news a secret, don't you? Yes. I want to be surprised by news. You want it to be news. Yeah. Not old. Precisely. I think I stole that from a Ricky Gervais podcast. I'm pretty sure. I did. He can. He can keep that one. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. First off, 
Jeff Johns, DC's Chief Creative Officer, has said that Aquaman is a priority character for DC. Uh, Hinting at the fact we may be getting an Aquaman movie. What do you think? It's never going to work. Are you serious? I would love to see an Aquaman... I'm probably not... Mm. Do you mean never going to get off the ground or not going to work? I don't even... I, I Aquaman, in theory, I enjoy the character. Yep. But realistically, he's just sort of stuck around because people at DC Editorial like him for some reason. Like, they like the orange scaly shirt or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like that, yeah. They like, yeah, they, they like his hair or whatever, but... I think you, you're the one who introduced me to Aquaman because I think in the late 90s you gave me some of the JLA, Grant Morrison's JLA run. Okay, sure. And um, the villain, one of the white Martians goes to him. Spoiler alert. Spo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fucking... It's, 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 15, it's 15 years old, yeah, okay, so sorry. whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. But, um... How he's like, you can't stop me, Aquaman, you're useless. And he, like, gives him a brain seizure. Yep. Like, he goes into his head and t- attacks his, like, fish part of his brain. Uh-huh, sure. You know, and... The fish that lives in his brain. <laughs> the fish that lives in all of our brains. Yeah. 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 I, he's good in that and he's well-written in that. Yeah. I don't know, there's so much potential in Aquaman, but it's never been... Have you ever... Have you read it's the It's never new... been realised in... I... Mm-hmm. Go have ahead. you read the New 52 stuff? Nope. It's pretty good. All right, then. I would, and, and they actually play off it, the fact that they're like... But he's a dumb fish man. Yeah, he's a dumb fish man, because they're like... There's a there's a scene at the start where he um he stops a bank robbery, mm-hmm. like, in the middle of the city, or, you know, near the coast, and they're like... And the cops are like, what are you doing here? Yeah, and right. then one of them goes, do you want a glass of water? And they all kind of smirk. Nice. So, you know, there's a little stuff. So they kind of acknowledge it. All right, okay. And so... Yeah, and someone even says to him in it, how does it feel to be everybody's least favourite superhero? That's pretty and good. And he flips out. Okay, here's the thing, though. They can do that in a comic book world. They've got a lot of lot of scope for that. Yeah. Now, attempt to put that in the Man of Steel universe. Yeah, good point. Because he can't, he can't be in that universe that's very, very, very grim and serious, mm. but also be a fish man who talks to fish. <laughs> well, and he, he specifies in this as well, he doesn't talk to fish. He can manipulate what they're going to do because they've got small fish minds. Ah, maybe that's fish fish racist. I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's certainly a fish retcon, isn't it? That they've in the past he always talked to fish. He could, yeah. They're like, hey, what's going on, Aquaman? And he was all like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why do all these fish talk to me? I don't like it. Yeah, well, he said a few other things. He said the ocean setting could work to a writer's advantage. Mm-hmm. Do you think ocean movies like ocean levels in video games are the worst? Like movies? Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you like ocean movies? The deep, deep blue sea. 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 Beyond the sea. Beyond that the sea. Oh yeah, that's a, movie. that's a good movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, ocean levels are always the worst levels. They are. So they? whatever movie tie-in is going to be the worst game. Ever. It's basically going to be Echo the Dolphin. Yes, exactly. I was going to say Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> And he also said they've had it, they've pushed in the past few years, like, on developing his personality, his supporting cast. <laughs> his personality? Yeah, he's got a personality, sure, yeah. Uh-huh. And his enemies, like, Black Banter and Ocean Master. So he's two enemies. Yes. Name another one. Mira. Mira, initially. A mirror. <laughs> no, his wife, whatever. M E R A. Oh, right. Okay. Is that how you say it? Mira? Mira. It's one of those things where I read it in my head and then I say it out loud, I'm like, I may have been saying that wrong this whole yeah. time. Yeah. So, the whole time. You know, <clears throat> one of mine was Segway. Go on. S E G U E. Oh, I, right. I always read that. I always read that is seg, like a seg. <laughs> but then segway. Yeah, you know. Do you hate Aquaman's water hand? Is that what this is? No, that was that's probably the best thing about him. Really, you love the water hand. I like the water hand. I like a harpoon hand. I don't like the harpoon. I wish hand. he had a water hand and a harpoon <laughs> hand, and like an outboard motor foot. <laughs> That'd be pretty great, wouldn't it? That would be pretty great. Mm. So yeah, that's all the Aquaman news this week, and probably ever. <laughs> <laughs> Say so, yes. Look, I would love to see it. Oh, so he's getting a, a, his own animated film. 
Wow, they're just so, so nuts with it. I don't know, I think they might be, I think well, it's they, a possibility. They, they, I don't think that can. If you can, if you can pull off Thor. Steady on. You no, can pull right. off Aquaman. Yeah, I guess so. Who would have thought Thor was possible? I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, well done. I did, no, you, I've got no evidence, evidence of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, okay, but I'm a, an animated feature, I yeah. don't think really counts as animated. Oh, completely. There's just tons of them. This, You're absolutely this, right. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's very It's just a thing, though. It sure is. I love it. Second piece of news. Mm-hmm. It was revealed this week, although it may have been already revealed or confirmed, I can't remember. News to me, uh-huh. that Harry Osborn will be in Spider-Man 2, that I knew, but he's, um, he'll be the Green Goblin, skipping over the Norman Osborn. Straight Goblin. away. I assume they'll be skipping over it, yeah. So he's got, he's up against Rhino, yep. in a mechanical Rhino costume. Who was like it against? Tank. Bloody... Paul Giamatti. There we go, love yeah. it. Um, who's apparently only in it for the first 20 minutes. Okay. Um, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Villain Overload. I'm yep. smelling Villain Overload. And, yeah. I'm now smelling Batman Robin. and Robin. Well, spoiler alert for those who haven't, aren't aware of what happens in, to Gwen Stacy. Yep. The Green Goblin, Norman Osborn kills her, right? Yep. So maybe it'll be the other, maybe it'll be different this time. Hmm. Or maybe it'll be exactly I mean, technically I think it was gravity that killed her. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the superhero, the superhero gravity. gravity. No, 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 no. I was like, what? Yeah. What am I just a, just a real prick of a guy. Just, uh, no, okay. Um, what I would like to say. And they hinted at the shocker this week as well. Mm, and a few others. That's going to confuse people, electronic yeah, shocker. Time. Big time. I mean, they don't, they're Big di- time. different power sets, but people yeah. aren't going to. One's a quilt man. Yeah, one's a quilt man, exactly. One's yeah. Dr. Manhattan in a hoodie. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, sorry, go on. I've lost my train of thought. Where were we? Uh, uh, Bill and Overload. Oh, the yeah. Harry Osborn. I hope they kind of. I hope Norman Osborn becomes the Green Goblin. Uh, he crashes into the side of a building and, and he dies, and then immediately, the, yeah, immediately, and then all the rubble falls on the Harry Osborn, and he's like, "The father." <laughs> yeah, I really Workable. hope so too. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Streamline look, the whole process. I the, the trailer's actually out Tuesday, so we can talk about that. Oh, by the time this comes out, it'll probably be out. But um. I think it actually looks pretty good. I was very sceptical at the start. And they, the Mark Webb, the um, the director, kept tweeting a whole lot of hints and tidbits about it for like months and months in advance. And I'd read it and be like, I don't care about this. Like, <laughs> It's the least interesting sequel ever because yeah. I didn't love The Amazing Spider-Man. It's okay. But it was completely unnecessary. But the more I see of this one, it's more, it's not as dark and dark nighty as, the, as they kind of made that, that uh-huh. other one. Yep. It looks more kind of comic booky, which is good. Okay. And I think if you, you can put a few of his villains in it, if you could do, you know, if you've got Ryan at the start and, and, you know, for a little bit, you always got a montage of beating up some okay, of his classic works, yeah. films. But, yeah, yeah. You know, if, we, if, we, if we start the film and he's just, this is his day-to-day now, he's just yeah. fighting costume villains, I'm totally okay with yeah. that one. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Mm. So, best movie ever? Yeah, sounds like the best movie ever, definitely. <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. um, pretty great. Cool. All right, well, we'll talk about that more next week, though. Okay. Unless the trailer doesn't come out. Do you think Mark Webb directing Spider-Man... <laughs> is one of those Hollywood things where they had all the potential directors laid out on a table. Yeah. Not the directors. Yeah. Maybe they just had the directors laid out on a table. And they're like... The actual directors. Yeah, the actual directors. <laughs> now they think, why not? It's Hollywood. And they were just like, Mark Webb, that's funny. Spiders make webs. You know what? We're it... idiots. Let's give this $175 million. You know, it, 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 that has crossed my mind. Yep. It would be if we if I'm not gonna say that that's completely true because uh-huh. I'm probably gonna be used for it, but sure, why not? It's gonna play a factor. On, it's gonna play a part on some subconscious, think... some subconscious level. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Now I thought we'd do a rating system for these. Uh. Well, we're getting into the alternative endings. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Cool with that. Yep. Uh, I thought of a rating system. It's similar to our other one. 
Uh-huh. It's our be- world famous best movie ever, worst <laughs> yeah. movie ever system that people love. The rating system is better, worse, or what? I love like, it. Like what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Because some of these are pretty weird. Uh-huh. So you're cool with that? Yep. Or just, you know, well, we don't have a rating system, we forget it immediately. Okay, sounds good. We just ramble. We, we just lose ramble. track. We'll be pretty great. Okay, excellent. Now, the first one I've picked here, this is the reason um, I actually decided to do this one, or we decided to do this for a topic. Can I butt in? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no I, you, did, you sent me the email, you sent me the list of movies, and you said, hey, can you describe Oh, yeah, the that's movies? right. Sorry. Whether you remember them or not. Yeah. This is the first... This is, I'm actually surprised you haven't done this earlier. It's an entire podcast predicated on the fact that I don't know anything about anything. So I have to, yeah. sal- I have to salute both your honesty and your ingenuity. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but I'm ready. Oh, awesome. Good, yeah. good. I haven't done any research. Why would you? I, I think I even said specifically, don't watch any of these if you haven't seen yep. them. <laughs> so, Great. Here yeah. we go. I'll just wing it. Okay. So the reason I started to do this because they released a, a, the Wolverine deleted scene. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw this, but um, I'll talk about that in a minute. But can you tell me, describe to the listeners yep. what the ending to the Wolverine was? Okay, so Wolverine's in a silo of some sort, right? He's yep. in a silo. I assume it's filled with wheat because that's what you put in a silo. Um, okay, so he's fighting a, a silver samurai robot. Yep. With a, Filled with a Japanese man. Spoilers for all these, by the way. Too late. <laughs> yeah. um, and then... There's that woman who has weird poison slash centipede robot powers. Yep. She's there, and he fights her, and then he gets his claws chopped off with a big hot knife, and then everything's fine, yeah. I think. And then he goes on a plane. Then he goes on a plane, and yeah. then, he, then, he meets, then he meets future slash past slash present day. Uh, Professor X and Magneto. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You've nailed it. Yeah, that's what's I didn't remember the silo thing at all. Was that in a silo? Probably was. Is it a missile silo, maybe? Doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the alternative, the, the ending here was, was that when they get on the plane, he, uh, Yukio, his Japanese friend, uh-huh. gives him a case. Yep. And inside the case is the classic Wolverine costume. The yellow one. The yellow the one. The yellow one. Yeah. Have you seen this clip? I think I've seen You've a still from it. I've seen yeah. a still from it, yeah. They didn't put it in. Yep. For obvious reasons. What um, obvious reasons? Well, the second out... Because it looked ridiculous? Because <laughs> you can imagine him putting it over his face and just people laughing in the cinema. He's ruining all the dramatic tension they've built. Is that why? <laughs> that's why. That's, okay, right. that's what I got written here. That's the obvious No, reason. it says it was take... The director said he took it out because it, it wasn't a good fit. And apparently it didn't test well because people were confused. Because if you don't know anything about the Wolverine, your only understanding of him would be the Hugh Jackman version. Yeah, yeah. He you doesn't said, wear a mask ever. He doesn't wear a mask ever. Yeah. Sometimes he wears a leather suit. Uh-huh. Sometimes he wears a leather jacket. Mm. Sometimes he's sometimes Peter Allen. Sometimes he takes advice from a kindly old couple in the woods, even though he's like a hundred years older than them and would, would therefore be wiser than them. That he'd have more wisdom than, than both of them put together. But now, now we've got the age-old question. Is age a sign of wisdom? Yes. There we oh, go. We've answered it. <laughs> there we go, listeners. We did it again. Profound. He also said that it created expectations for the next film that he was going to be in the suit. Yeah, and that would look ridiculous. Yeah. Would it look ridiculous, though, back in the past, though? First class era. Absolutely not. I no, think it if, you, if you put him in a 1970s-ish kind of yep. Wolverine suit, yeah, sure, oh, why not? That'd love play. It. Mm. I, I'm, I think it's good that they took it out. I don't think it really serves any purpose. It really would confuse people. It was nice to see it, I guess. Yeah, but, but you're right. People would... Be like, why? What? What is the significance of the yellow? And he wouldn't wear that. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. yeah. Maybe if it were more samurai-ish. Yeah. And you'd think, oh, okay, it's a, it's symbolic of him being, yeah. you know, entering that culture and 
earning his place or whatever. But yeah. It, but it, just because it looks like comp makes no sense. The other thing is it's very specific to him because I, I looked at it closely. She would have to get his measurements and also it's got the the slits on the gloves where his claws come out. Uh-huh. So it's very specific to him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how You're she right, made that. You're right, that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, whatever. Better, worse, or what? Worse. Yeah, I'd agree Definitely with that. worse. Yeah. Yep. Nice to see it. Good little deleted scene, but um, good call. Mm-hmm. Next one. Superman 2, 1980. You seen this one? Or is yes. it 1991? Oh, it doesn't matter. Does it? The 80s. Yep. Good the times. The 80s. Uh, all I remember is he beats up Zod, sure and does. then he goes back to that cabin or whatever it is, that bar, and he beats up all those guys. <laughs> that one guy. That one guy. Just like, like, and he uh, puts him in a pie. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just when you're the most powerful man in the world, what's great is a vindictive streak. And what he does is he gets in there and he... Well, he has that in Man of Steel as well. He has both. I love that bit, actually. In Man. Not, not, not so much the truck, but you know the bit where the guy just shoves him and he's like a wall, like he doesn't even mm. move. I was like, well, that's cool. Anyway, yep. sorry, go on. Am I correct in that? That's, that's, that's pretty much the end. Did I miss anything? Well, the cellophane S that he throws you missed. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Off his cape, sure. And where he wipes Lois Lane's memory with a kiss. Yes, yeah, okay, that's good, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. none of that has to do with uh-huh. anything. The deleted scene, and it's shown in one uh, TV version... Uh, U.S. Polar Patrol is shown picking up the three Kryptonians. A what, at, a what thing? A Polar Patrol. Polar Patrol. Uh-huh. That's what it says. All right. Um, Le- Lex shown picking up the three Kryptonians and Lex Luthor at the end of the film, which means that they didn't die. Right. Which means he didn't kill them. So isn't that Ooh, interesting? It is. He didn't just throw them into a pit of nothingness or Zod. He didn't actually. No, he only threw Zod. Lois Lane pushed. Right. The woman? Lois Lane is also a murderer. Yeah, that's what and I was saying. the big guy went to fly and just fell. Yeah, okay. So, but they're still alive. Huh. And it also then ends with... because um, oh, they got depowered. They got depowered. Okay, right. Yeah, right. so okay. I guess you could just lock them up and then slap them. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. true, yeah. But yeah. it also... And then it also ends with... I'm okay with... What do you think of that bit? If they showed them being yeah, that alive. Yeah, makes, that makes sense more in the in a superhero movie in the 80s. Yeah. They're, they're going to be fine. It's, yeah. It's A-Team style. You know, hey, you were right, I'm right. I'm fine. Yeah, that would yeah. make more sense. It's weird that they did seemingly kill them. In <laughs> Lois Lane especially. That's weird. A lot of thing, a lot of people reference that movie as well as why it's okay that Superman killed Zod. Right, yeah. Because they're like, well, he did it in the 80s, but yeah. like, he also built a wall with his eyes in the yeah. 80s. <laughs> a lot of stuff is acceptable in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. Uh-huh. Do you think it's be- so you think it's better? Is there more to that? Oh, there's a little bit more. Okay. The ending of this version also oh. Superman with Lois standing behind him and he destroys the Fortress of Solitude. Don't like that. Why? Why would, you, why would you do that? Why would he do that? That's Iron Man 3 style. Yeah. I'll just destroy all my suits. And then the Avengers show up and they're like, hey, we're going to another mission. And he's like, well... I need a week. Uh, give me a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that bit I don't like so much. So, we're going to say best for the first one. Not best. What was our rating again? Doesn't Better. Matter. <laughs> Better or worse. Um, I'm going to go, What? Okay, yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. What, what an odd combination. Also, how does one TV... Where, did, where does this TV version show up? Like, how did it end up in the world? Good how, question. How did one TV station get... It just said in one TV version. Mm, <laughs> so Sounds made up. Well, that's what they say. What? Apparently it's a filmed scene that's <laughs> being filmed. We know Jude, um, actually, Brian Singer wanted Jude Law for Superman Returns to play Zod. Oh, and yeah. when he didn't get him, he went, nah, we're going to do Lex Luthor again. Oh, right. <laughs> he would have been a good Zod. Hmm. I, I would have liked to see if they did do that, that Superman's got Zod in prison at the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just been there the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just gone crazy. So I would have liked that. Yeah. 
But then again, I also would have liked a good Superman movie, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yep. Okay, next one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. The original Ninja Turtles film, which I would argue still holds up. Go. When you say that, when was the last time you watched it? We watched it at Brian's house about eight years ago. Huh. Do you remember that? Good old Brian. I don't <laughs> Not remember Not Brian, that. Brendan. No, I don't remember that. Do you think that's there. important that I get that name right? For I everybody? think it is, yeah, for everybody <laughs> listening, definitely. Uh, okay, so, um, Shredder falls off the roof. Yep. Lands in the garbage truck. Yep. Casey Jones kills him. <laughs> yeah. Just crushes him. Well, supposedly kills him. He comes back, but right, yeah. Right, right, right. For all intensive purposes, he, yeah. He meant to kill him. He goes, oops, and then he pulls the lever down quite yeah, dramatically yeah. on purpose. And then Splinter says Cowbunger, I think. Doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he, he makes does. Makes it funny, yeah. He did make I can't it remember that. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Huh. This ending comes after that. A deleted epilogue shows April O'Neil entering the offices of a comic book publisher to pitch the idea of a Ninja Turtles comic, but only to have it shot down for being too far-fetched. Worse. <laughs> much worse. <laughs> It's so meta! Oh, it is, yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. And they'd, they'd really... And it'd just be so smug. It's, ooh, and just so over... Ooh, it doesn't... That'd never sell. Ooh, you know. Also, what's she doing? Why, why does she need to make extra money? That's a good on the point. side by going she's to a, a comic publisher. She's a pretty successful reporter. Yeah, yeah. And also, no, is it, isn't it... No, it's not in that movie where everybody figures out that they're real, is it? Because if it was like too far fetched, never, and then she was like, "Well, they were on television. They wrapped with wrapped with vanilla, vanilla rice. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. should have been the ending after two. Yeah, she goes definitely. in, he's like in in your face. Yeah, <laughs> vanilla rice wrapped wrapped with them. Yeah. yeah. So there was a a couple of years ago, there was a animated sort of special called Ninja Turtles Forever. I've seen that or bits of it. Yeah. Yeah, where the the eighties Ninja Turtles yeah. team up, the eighties animated Ninja yeah. Turtles team up with the Modern day animated Ninja Turtles. Not the modern modern, like the 2003 modern. The 2003 modern, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, and then in turn they team up with the original Mirage comics. Yeah, when they've all got, the black and white. Red. Yeah, the black and white Ninja yeah. Turtles and to, to save the universe. From Shredder. Yeah, but at the end of that, mm. we see them being drawn by the original creators in the 80s, I think. And oh, sort of, God. My brain. So it kind of worked, I guess, as a little tribute. It was fun. Yeah, I only watched clips of that. Yeah, okay. I thought it was a cool little, um, yeah, it was a cool little thing to do, but I wasn't really like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit down. No, don't, don't sit down. Yeah. It's a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you go back to those Ninja Turtles cartoons from the 80s and 90s, they're not very good. Like, they're like, wow. Like, you know, you go back to Batman and the anime. And that's being said by a man who thinks the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie really holds up. So. I said it somewhat holds no, up. Okay, fine. And by that I mean it's the best movie ever made. Huh. I, I wasn't allowed to see that movie when I was a kid. Actually, no, I wasn't. And I lost my mind. I was like, how how could you not Wait, for how long? This? I don't know, until it was probably on TV, I guess. Wow. Yeah. And did they soften their stance? Were they like, okay, since it's on TV, or did you sneak your way into the... I think I just saw it on TV. I think they didn't care at that point. This is my parents, by the way. You know, you knew I was talking about my parents. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but no, I got to see not too. the schoolyard bully. <laughs> You're about to go to the cinema, and he's like, nope, not happening. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I saw two at the cinema. Mm. There's a bit of trivia for you. It's pretty great. Here's one. Ah, oh, best... Oh, no, sorry. Worse. Yeah, right? worse. Yeah, Much way worse. worse. I agree. Way worse. Here we go. This is a good one. Empire Strikes Back. Uh-huh. Not a comic book movie. Yep. There's at least one Star Wars comic. Am I right? Yeah, but it's pop culture. That's fine. <laughs> no, dude. They're actually... They're doing a run of Star Wars at the moment. They're using... George Lucas' original screenplay, and they're making it in a comic book form. And it's all different and changed, and 
Han Solo's a lizard man. And oh, the original screenplay. The original, original, who's, yeah. who's publishing this? Dark Horse? I think it's, it must be Dark Horse. It must be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be versus Aliens. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. All right. Sure. Uh, Luke Skywalker gets a bit of the old choppy chop. Yep. Uh, gets picked up by the Millennium Falcon. Yep, that's how you say it. Yep. Um, big revelations happen prior yep. to that. What's the revelation? It's the, the, the Luke and Darth Vader and the father and the thing. You're right. Yeah, good. And the Carbonite. And the Carbonite. Han Solo gets dropped in Carbonite. You've These act- are out of order. You've, you've or s- in order. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you've somehow remembered the ending to the most popular movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty good, aren't they? Well, Pretty good, yeah. It's easily the best Star Wars. Am I right? Yes. Definitely. Okay, so there was an alternative script. An original unused draft, which uh, George Lucas didn't particularly like. Some of the elements are there, but a lot of it's changed. I'll tell you a bit of the stuff that's changed, and I'll tell you the new ending. Lizard Man. No Lizard Man. Oh. So this was after the success of Star Wars. Okay, so right. you're coming off the back of that. Uh-huh. Um, the ending itself isn't that interesting, but I find the other stuff that was changed interesting. So originally, Luke was not Vader's son. Lando was a clone, left over from the Clone Wars. Okay. And it includes a Luke and Leia love scene. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I enjoy the fact that... If, if any of that were true in Attack of the Clones, they'd all be Lando Calrissian. That would be great. They'd all be Billy D. Williams. Yes. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, so better based solely on that. Yep. Uh, look at Leia Love Scene. I think that thing Return of the Jedi was added a pretty late in the game. Because it's not hinted at at all that they're brother and sister. Yeah, I think. And it was supposed to be that they were going to bring in a new character. Yeah. And that was going to be his sister. Because Yoda's like, you know, there is another Skywalker. Oh, and everyone's right. like, who's the other Skywalker? And then they're like, oh, it's Leia, don't worry about it. Yeah, okay, and right. then that's kind of... Well, see, you can't, you can't really win either way there. Because if you just introduced another character mm. and said, by the way, that's your sister. <laughs> we haven't seen her for the previous two movies, but that's her. She's the best Jedi ever also. <laughs> then people will be like, well, that's ridiculous. Why would you... Yeah. Well, George Lucas was originally just going to keep making sequels, though. Oh, I see, right. And then well, he just makes... went, nah, that okay, well, that Okay, well, I, I see that now. Yeah, um, yeah I guess... Well, it, it, the Luke Leia thing, the brother and sister thing, that was added very late in the game. Yep. Is that because Han Solo became sort of the breakout, more popular character than Luke? Possibly, and yeah. And they were like, well, we need to give him a, a love interest, yeah. so let's just switch some yeah. stuff out here. I think it's good the way they do that, because like, you'd think, looking at the, the first one, that she'd end up with Luke. Uh-huh. And I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't do it that way, though. But mm-hmm. they went, you know what, she wouldn't end up with Luke. She'd go with this super fucking cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, anyway, the actual ending was though that um, that uh, also those changes. Yeah, side note, yeah. Luke and Leia, did they do it or not? Yeah, well, there's a love scene. It's a love. No, scene. but I mean in in the existing. Oh, do you reckon they did it? Do you reckon they did it, mate? Definitely. Yeah, I bet they, Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Gross. Gross. But hot. Mostly. No, mostly. No, mostly <laughs> gross. I think I just freaked someone out just then mm. listening to that. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't like those. I'm glad they changed that stuff. Except for Lando's clone thing. But, like, Luke not being Vader's son. That's, that's got the twiddly mustache. Yeah. All the clones have the mustache. Uh, so great. Yeah. But, I, I, like, the Vader's son thing, I'm glad they changed that. I think mm. that makes it more interesting. Anyway, the original ending is pretty much the same. Except Luke doesn't lose his hand, which is less interesting. And everyone, including Han, gets away. Uh-huh. So, that's way less interesting, right? What yeah. a cliffhanger that movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the few sequels have actually managed to replicate. Because a lot of sequels try to do the hand Solo kind of cliffhanger ending. Second Pirates of the Caribbean movie does it. Where, like, Johnny Depp steps inside the Kraken and he disappears. And it's supposed to be like, will Captain Jack be back? Like, yeah, of course he will. He's the main <laughs> character yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or the most popular character. Hand Solo, I think Harrison Ford wasn't 
actually originally signed up to do Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we'll freeze him. And then if the next one, they were like, no, he's dead. Don't yeah. worry about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Look, the freezing process didn't really take. He's so dead. We said it did, but it didn't. didn't. Yeah, he's yeah. just a real, he's just a real block. Hey, have you ever told your Han Solo story on the internet? Yeah, your Harrison, your Harrison Ford song? I think I have, but yeah. I, I, that was probably a long time Please ago. Please recap. Okay, I, sure. It, it delights me. Okay, I actually heard this from the guy who plays Spartacus. You know, oh. Liam McIntyre. I used to know him a bit. Yeah. He, he used to work at the cinema. Uh, near me. He's a super cool dude, that guy, by uh-huh. the way. Have you met him? No, you might have maybe. Met him. Probably. He probably have. Great guy. Liam I, I have very little memory for Hollywood superstars that I meet, <laughs> so maybe I met him, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, he used to manage, he used to manage a cinema. Uh-huh. Not that, not actually that long ago. Anyway, they, they had the, um, I think the movie was Firewall. Oh, sure, Harrison Ford's yeah. Firewall. And then Harrison Ford came out to, uh, to promote it. Anyway, Harrison Ford is notorious for, for hating Star Wars uh-huh. and not wanting to talk about Star Wars yep. and being a grumpy prick. Like, right, generally, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. I like him, but uh-huh. he is a grumpy prick. Yep. But of course he's, of course he's gonna be. You do a movie 30 years ago and every day someone's like, hey, what do you think about Han Solo? Do you, do, do you think he'll ever be Han Solo again? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think Han Solo's <laughs> doing now? Do you think he's tending his space garden? I think he is. I've made some drawings. Here they are. Do they let you keep the vest? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so basically, there was a guy who who was there, who um who was waiting to 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 see Harrison Ford, and he was in a wheelchair, um and he was Ooh. waiting there all day. Yeah, I know, right? He was waiting there all day, um and he had he had with him a, a statue that he'd made, a hand solo statue, uh-huh. and. I assume everyone was like, I hope this goes well. Yeah. Like, you know, cause like, so Harrison Ford turns up and he sees this guy uh-huh. and he goes over and he, and he like bends down in front of him and he's like, Hey man, what's happening? Like, that's amazing what you've made here. And the guy also had a scrapbook and Harrison Ford sat down with him and they flicked through the scrapbook together and he showed him the whole process. Mm-hmm. Of how he made it. And Harrison, Harrison Ford's sitting there like going, oh, that's great. Look at this. That's incredible. Anyways, at the end, he turns to him um, He turns to him and goes, you know what? This whole thing you've done, it was all worth it. Good on you. And the guy like just burst into tears. It's like the best story ever. That's the best story <laughs> ever because there's a lot of tension in it. Because you don't know which way that's going to yeah. go. He could have just, just smashed it over the guy's <laughs> head. Just smashed that statue. So there's stuff like that that makes me think a lot of the stuff in Hollywood... Like, usually when Hollywood people snap or are grumpy, it's normally at pub- a publicity people or people right. being interviewed. Uh-huh. But I think, like, regular people on the street, for the most part, I think actors in general would be pretty thankful, I'd imagine. I would imagine And so, have yeah. a lot of time. I mean, yeah. maybe, or maybe it's just Harrison Ford. But that really surprised me. Not that I thought he was a prick, but when I, when, since I heard that, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Got yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. There's my third-hand Harrison Ford that's story. That's pretty good. That I heard from Liam McIntyre, Superstar. Although, it, it potentially six days a week he murders someone who mentions Star Wars and it's just covered up because he's rich. We don't know. He, he covers it up with his fireball money, you know? He sure does. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that ending, yeah. better or worse or neither or what? Worse. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Worse. Yeah. Good call. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. All right. Blade. Next yep. one's Blade from 1998. Yep. What's happened at the end of Blade, Mason? He hits him with all the injecty thingies. And then he blows the Hits who with who? Stephen Dorff. <laughs> Stephen Dorff hits... No, Wesley Snipes, Blade. Brackets Blade. Hits Stephen Dorff, Deacon Frost. Yeah. I remember his name. Yep. With all the injecty thingies, with the injecty serum that... that the made, poison blood that Chris Christopherson made. Yep. And he blows up like a puffer fish. Yep. And then he explodes, I think. You're yeah, absolutely right. Well, this and, is... and then, he Blade goes to Russia. You remember that? Yeah, he goes to I Russia. That I think that might be the post-credit sequence. Yeah. But he's like, hey, Vampires. 
Comrades. What a great movie, Brian. Pretty great. It was good. I don't really remember it, to it's... be honest. I think, I mean, it's uh, Blade is to thank, be thanked for a lot for kicking off the comic book movie genre. Again. Definitely. Because then it was, people say it was X-Men. Some people say it was Spider-Man. But it was actually the Captain America movie from the early 90s. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> yeah, so this is the actual ending, though. Not the actual ending, sorry. This is the um, initial one. So, uh, Dorf, instead of being kicked with all those things, uh-huh. or maybe he does that happen, he then be- becomes a sort of a blood monster, whirlwind CGI blood monster with Stephen Dorf's face. Worse already. <laughs> Worse. I've actually seen this? this. And then that blood monster... You've seen this. this, I've seen this. I think it was on the DVD. Right. Which I definitely own. Yeah. Um, and the blood monster tornado eventually succumbs to the poison and gets stabbed by Blade. How do you stab a tornado? Well, he stabs him with like a big swizzle stick. Like one you'd use to swizzle a martini. He just sort of swooshes it around in there. It's a real big one. Yeah. So he got, no, he gets a big, really big Q-tip. He gets it in there and he soaks it all in. What, what year did this movie come out? 1998. That was not a good year for CGI. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It really not. Was. You cannot... You cannot... There's nothing worse... Actually, there's one thing worse than a CGI final battle, an all-CGI final battle, and that's an all-CGI final battle in the 90s. <laughs> because they could not do it. No. And the thing was, though, people were under the impression at the time that, you, oh, CGI can do anything. Like, you can do anything, yes, but this does not look good. No. Like, you can make whatever you want. Have you ever seen Lost in Space? quite like Lost in Space. There's a CGI monkey in it. Don't remember that. Like an alien monkey, and it looks literally like a hand-drawn cartoon. Like, it's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> looks like something that fell out of Roger Rabbit. Wow. It's the worst thing ever. But anyway, what do you think of um, the vampire tornado? Worse, worse, yeah, worse. Why, why would you? I'm going to say what. Okay, <laughs> good, yeah. Yeah, blood tornado. That's yeah. a really good point, yeah. Right, this next one's a short one. This one's from Thor 2011. Ooh. What happens at the end of Thor? Thor? <laughs> yep. Uh, Rainbow Bridge. They break the Rainbow Bridge. Yep. Uh, Loki flies out of deep space. Yep. That's it. And Thor gets trapped. Oh, right. On, <laughs> okay. uh, on, uh, Asgard. Asgard. Mm-hmm. Cause the Rainbow Bridge is, Rainbow Bridge? It's yeah, Rainbow Britches. Yes, Rainbow Britches. <laughs> Got all kinds <laughs> of tears in them. They're still in the wash. Yeah. But, um, so basically what happens after that in this scene, it's actually quite a nice scene, but it's Jane Foster sets up a beacon to help Thor find Earth again. Oh. But you know what though? Yes. It's, it is a nice scene, but it makes sense they cut it out because, he knows where Earth is. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He's not coming back. It's clearly because something has gone wrong. Right. Or he's dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. like, but he, know, like, he knows where Earth is, mm. so it's kind of pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Worse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Nice, I think it's a nice little deleted scene, but worse. Okay, I've got a few Terminator ones coming up. Do you think a lot of these are going to result in us saying that alternate ending was better? Surely not. I've got at least one here that, that is, is better. That is better. All right. Maybe two. Okay, good. Depending. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, roll the dice. Here we go. <laughs> this one is for Terminator 1 from 1984. What happened at the end of Terminator 1 in 1984? Uh, yeah. Also, I think it should have been called Terminator 1 from the start. I think that makes it a better film. <laughs> well, if I say the Terminator, people get confused. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so go on. Okay, so she crushes the Terminator in the, in the press, right? She does. Yep. She goes... You're fucking terminated. No, she doesn't. She does, but in the TV, something like that, she does swear, or she says, you're terminated, fucker, right. or something like that. Uh-huh. In the TV version, they took it out, so for years, I didn't know that, because yeah. I just had a VHS copy. You didn't think there was any bad language in that film, Did or I... any adult themes at all. I didn't think there was any bad, lang- bad language in the world. Wow. <laughs> oh, how times have changed, eh? They sure have. Yeah. Um. Yeah? And then that's that's the ending, and then she goes to hospital, and yes. Reese is dead. Oh, oh Reese. Yep. Mm. Anyway... The scene is, and I've seen this, I saw this years ago, 
Um, you may have seen it as well. The factory that Sarah Connor destroys the Terminator in is revealed to be Skynet. Doesn't make any sense. But it does, because they have the arm in Terminator 2. Yeah. And it's Skynet. Yeah. Because that's why they have the arm. That's why they get the technology. Because they find the arm and the chip. Right, 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 right. I think it adds. But it's so it's a it's a it's a, it's Skynet. Yeah. Is the cut not Cyberdyne? Maybe it was Cyberdyne. Okay, yeah. right. Well, that makes more Skynet. sense. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> it's not. It's not. The, I'm an idiot. Yeah, it's not the it's not the Skynet no. automotive plant or something like no. that. And then, no, no, okay. no. Sorry, right. I fucked that up. You sure did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, start again. Stop and start. Sarah Connor. Yep. No, sorry. Don't uh, think. I'm ambivalent. Okay, cool. I've added a fourth option. I'm ambivalent. <laughs> Do that. Th- it's fine. I'm going to say it's better. I'm not, I'm not even, even better. I think it would have added something. I think it's one of those things, yeah, you're right. It could have gone in or not gone in. Yeah. And then that's fine either way. It's like some of those in Terminator 2, and we'll probably get to Terminator 2 in a second. There we are will. a lot of... The, the, the effects are still amazing and they still hold up. Aren't they? But when you watch that director's cut, they've put in a couple of old effects shots and you really... There was no reason to put those back in. No. Like, there's a scene, I think, where, right at the end, where the T-1000 is pretending to be Sarah Connor. Yeah. And John Connor looks down to see that her feet are sort of welded they're into the melty, ground. Yeah. They're all melty, but she's clearly just got boots on that have been painted to look like like a gantry. Well, the funny thing about that movie is... Not funny, because it's not really funny. Better be funny. <laughs> You've set the bar now. That Terminator 2 in particular, which we'll talk about just now... Um, a lot of those effects are practical. Yeah. A lot of that stuff with the T-1000 with his head, where his head gets split apart. Uh-huh. And you know how he gets, gets hit with a cr- crowbar and he splits? Yeah, his That's like a just... suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of stuff like that which mm. is actually practical. It's, I, I just thought that was incredible. The bit where he is frozen in the liquid nitrogen yeah. and his legs come yeah. up. Guy without a leg. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And good that a guy without a leg can get some work. That's, <laughs> That's nice. true. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that's great. You know what? Because the part where he walks through the prison bars, actual guy with heaps of holes in his body, just he can just walk through prison bars. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing he's a good man. It sure is. He could rob some places. <laughs> he's a, he's the best man. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I, th- I think that's great. I think that's James Cameron at that point knew knew the limitations of CGI and used it sparingly. Yeah, which is. Great. And people should still learn from that today, I think. Yes. That's why that movie looks better than The Monkey in... Yeah, it's in space. space, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's, the, there's, there's another ending to Terminator 2, which nullifies Terminator 3 and 4. Is that... Because I've read the novelization. Of... Oh, what's the ending of Terminator 2? Oh, the, um, the, the, she's, everybody's driving down the highway. Yep. Yeah. And she has the monologue yeah. about fate is what we make. Yeah. In the book, in the novelization, which I've read... <laughs> Which is probably Alan Dean Foster, who knows? Or Craig Shaw Gardner. It's one of those. They've got three names and they just do movie adaptations. Uh, she wakes up in the future. Yep. And she's all in like white robes and such. And she's all, oh, I'm just living out in the future. Future's great. And she's got like grandkids and stuff. Okay. Well, that's yeah. actually similar to this. So the ending is, and I remember I, I, I stayed up late on TV because they're like, we're going to show you the Terminator 2 ending that never was. And then they showed like a Terminator skull and I'm like, this is going to blow everyone's mind. And <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah, I'm ready. And, and it's incredibly disappointing. No. Oh. Okay. Following the fight at the Terminator. No, that's a different one. I'm reading from Terminator 4. <laughs> sorry. We'll get to that. Yep. Um, Skipping right over Terminator 3. <laughs> Not an alternate ending worthy of our uh, examination. No. Interesting. It flash forwards to... Flash forwards to August 29th, 2029. Uh-huh. Sarah Connor is a grandmother and yep. John Connor is a senator and as Sarah sits in a playground filled with children, her vo- voiceover reveals that they successfully prevented the Skynet revolution. Hooray! That's, yeah, that's kind of what I was, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of uh, what I said. I don't... 
I don't know. I'm torn. I kind of... I mean, it would have capped off the, the movie, movies. Yeah. I, I kind of like a happy ending sometimes. Sure. But... I think I'm just bitter because I stayed up late to watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Did that actually... Is that actually... Is actually That's film? film. You can I, find I've that. I've never seen it. Okay, yeah. I should check that out. Yeah. Um, a lot of these are films. I do like the happy ending, but I do kind of like the ambivalence of the of the ending of the original to, yeah, uh, to yeah. where, well, maybe it's going to happen again. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Well, I love that. They're like, and at the end of Terminator 2, Terminator 2 they're like, fate is what you make of it. Mm. You make your own fate. And then at 3, in Terminator 3, they're like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Inevitable. How do you like that, idiot? I feel that that was kind of a, what I think what they were going for, maybe, at least in the script for Terminator 3, yeah. was that it's not that the the evolution of Skynet is inevitable and it cannot be stopped anyway, but more that it's now an ongoing time war and it okay. keeps going and going and going and keep people, Skynet and the Resistance keep sending people back in time. Yeah. Now that the time, now that this time travel technology has been developed, mm. it's going to keep happening in different ways. Yeah. And so in Terminator 3, it just happened to be that they go back and ki- attempt to kill all these lieutenants and then it winds up they're trapped in a bunker and it goes to Terminator yeah. Salvation or whatever. I like that. But they could go back in time and, and do it again and it would oh, yeah. end up in a, in a different way. Different future. But I think yeah. what has happened in order to streamline it or whatever, they've just said, hey, Skynet's back and you, you can't you can't stop it. We're going to keep doing yeah. this. Yeah. Let's say people would have been confused by alternative realities and, yeah, yeah. and multiple futures and, yeah. and whatever, whatever. Mm. Yeah. I am going to skip over Terminator 3. You're right. Oh. Terminator is such a good movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it really holds up. Uh-huh. Okay, Terminator Salvation. Do you remember yeah. the ending of the abysmal Terminator Salvation? Boy, do I. Okay, so what happens is at the end of Terminator Salvation, it turns out that Skynet's entire plan from the start was to lure John Connor into that factory yep. so they could kill him. But when they get the, when he gets in there, they're pretty much Skynet's pretty much unprepared for that. <laughs> Like what? I, in an ideal, you'd have, if if they had a proper plan, they would have been like they would have tricked John Connor. John Connor would have been like, "The secret's in this factory," and he would have gone into the factory, and it was just filled with dynamite, like <laughs> floor to ceiling dynamite, and they and they just fill it with poison gas, and then like pile on all the Terminators on him, just so he can't escape, and then they blow up the factory. Yeah. But they didn't. They sent one Terminator. One Terminator. Because apparently Skynet, despite being an emotionless artificial intelligence, is like... An idiot? An idiot. <laughs> and like weirdly... Like it's in the poetic justice of some sort. Yeah. Like, well, send Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no, just the one. There's a, there's so many dumb moments in that movie. Yeah. And I was excited for that movie. because it's I saw the where he jumps out of a plane. And yes. And he hits the water and then all of a sudden he's in a submarine. He's in, and it's a storm. Yeah. Like the ocean is rolling. Like that movie where the boat goes really high and then flips. Yeah. Boat flip? Boat flip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's just in the submarine. Yeah. They're like, you're a reckless loser, John Connor. Yeah. And you know, in the whole movie as well, people are like, John Con- Connor's the one who's prophesied to lead the resistance. Nobody knows that except John Connor. Right. So the only reason that that would be a rumour is because he, he started, started that rumour. <laughs> what an answer. I got another thing to say. Yes. Anton Yelchin, who's a great actor. Yelchin. He's in, um, Yelchon. Yep. He's in, um, Fright Night. Uh-huh. That Fright Night remake, which is actually pretty good. Uh-huh. I think it's, I actually think it's better than the original Fright Night. Uh-huh. You'll fucking say it. Yeah, wow. The original Fright Night is uh-huh. not good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's Kyle Reese. Uh huh. And there's a point where the Terminator, like a Terminator drone sees him and recognizes him and, recognizes him and goes, this is Kyle Reese. Right. And then they go up the and they're like... The father of John Connor. The father of John Connor. And so, like, why does the Terminator know that? Yeah. But also, <laughs> if they do know that, 
Why wouldn't they just kill him? Why wouldn't they just kill him? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Oh, it's nonsense. Mm. God, I hate that movie. Anyway, the ending. Yep. Um, but I do love the Christian Bale flip out. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Every time I listen to that, I haven't listened to it a lot recently, but any time I do, I develop a new favourite part of that. Like I like the scuffling bit, where yeah, he, yeah. he's clearly trying to scuffle to get this Initially, guy. Initially, my favourite part was where he was like, McGee! <laughs> like, because he was clearly trying to get the director like, involved. McGee nearly did Superman. Yeah. Like, Sorry, go on. McGee! <laughs> right, but, so that was my favourite part. But then, later on, in later period, me listening to this... Uh, my favourite part has become the bit where he's like, right, because you can't, it's audio only, but you can see him sort of flouncing about, like waving his arms side to side as he prances about. I think you said this to me as well. Do you think he made the conscious decision to get really angry in his American accent? Yes, just to see how he could do it. Yeah, Because he's British. Welsh. Welsh, Welsh, yeah, you're right. Well, Welsh is part of Uh Britain, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. The country's called Welsh, isn't Uh it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. Okay, so the original ending, or one of the endings was, sorry, was the script called for John Connor to die from his wounds. Because uh-huh. remember he gets stabbed through the heart? Yes. Everybody gets hit in the heart in that movie Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. There's a bit where the Terminator sees, um, the, is fighting the human Terminator guy. What's his uh-huh. name? Marcus something. Played by Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. And, and it zooms in on him and it goes to the, and it goes, and it detects his heart and you see its heart, his heart, and it goes, oh, weakness detected. Right, right, right. And then it punches him in the heart and yeah. stops his heart. Uh-huh. But anyway, at the end, um, John Connor gets a heart transplant. From Sam Worthington. From Sam Worthington. Who's been punched in who's the been heart. Punched in the heart. So it's just a jelly heart. Yeah. And apparently you can just do a heart surgery in the what future. They probably just on the did. What they probably just did is they cut Sam Worthington open and they just stuck a tube in there and the liquid remnants of his heart <laughs> they just poured into Christian Bale's chest. And on the subject of Fright Night, because you mentioned Fright Night, Anton Yelchin in Fright Night. Yeah. Here's my favourite Fright Night fact. Go. So, Fright Night was the remake of the one from the 80s. Yeah. And I watched I watched that in preparation for we watching... We watched the, it together. Yeah, in, in preparation for watching the new one. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's, there's, a char- there's a character in it, and his name's Evil Eddie, and he's like the, <laughs> he's like the annoying sidekick of the, yeah. of the main character. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fascinating. There's always, in the, in the 80, movies in the 80s, there's always like an annoying side character. I wonder what kind of career, like, an annoying side character has. Like, does he become the annoying side character in, like, a series of movies... Does he grow up and become a serious actor? Like, he's been in stuff we know. So anyway, I am DB'd him, and I've got it here. I just looked it up. So after after Fright Night, like, he's done a couple more horror films. Good. And then, like, in 95, he did Mechanics by Day, Lube Job by Night. Wait then a did, minute. Then he did Virtual <laughs> Stud. He did Just 18 and Gay, Latin Crotch Rockets. Punk Hotel, Leather After Midnight, Transsexual <laughs> Prostitutes, Motel Sex... Cockpit, <laughs> uh, Manhunt, Transsexual Prostitutes 2, so that first one was quite... Pre- Warrior to the sequel. Yeah, Buff and Gay, <laughs> Black Men, White Men, Bus Blazer, Uncut Glory, Leather Buddies, which is, sounds quite nice. Uh, They're really creative these days, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Leather Virgin, Private Temptations, Halfway House Hunks, Gay Men in Uniform, <laughs> Guys Who Crave Big Cocks, which is, that's a bit... It's a bit much, quite frankly. In 2002... It's a little tasteless. Yeah, in 2002, Seaman Training Day. <laughs> what? And then, then he's back into regular movies. I don't know how he did that. But that's amazing, right? <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, yeah. my God. 
That's a lot of that's a lot of gay porn. That's serious. But good yeah. on him. It's good on good him for yeah. finding his niche. Well, exactly. You know? yeah, yeah, that's what you want to do. Good yeah. on him, man. Yeah. Good on him. Mm. He's annoying in that movie, though. Yeah. I wonder how much gay porn Anthony Elchin's going to do. He's pretty. <laughs> He's so pretty. Yeah. Have you seen the movie where it's about her? He has the long distance relation with the girl. Is it Butt Blazer? <laughs> Butt Blazer. Yeah. Right. I can't what it's called. Oh, it's great though. It's really good. Yep. It's really moving. Yep. I'll say it. Charlie Bartlett is good in that too. I haven't seen it. Robert Downey Jr. is in it. And Cat Dennings. You love Cat Dennings. I do, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the other, the ending was going to be that Marcus takes the place of John Connor uh-huh. as the resistance leader and just says, I'm John Connor because nobody knows what John Connor looks like. Yep. So there you go. Great. Was that worth all <laughs> um... that talk of Terminator? <laughs> Salvation? Yeah. I think worse. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, exactly. You know what, At least it's future creative. John, future John Connor, it's irrelevant because he never goes back in time. So it no. doesn't, yeah. He should, though. Mm. What a prick. Yeah. Yeah. Sending everybody else. Sends his dad. I guess he had to. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Done. Great. Okay. Uh, wait. What? Yeah. There we go, yeah. I'm going to say ambivalent. Yeah. Okay. Let <laughs> use your rating. Oh, I should have said ambivalent, but it's you too sure? late now. I got another X Men film here. I'm ready. X Men: The Last Stand. Yep. This is boring, but I feel like I had to include it because <laughs> it's a comic book movie. Right. Okay. Do you remember the original ending of X Men: The Last Stand? Ah, uh, they move the bridge. Yep. There's a fight. Yep. Ah. Uh, someone, make... someone yells, "Jean!" Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's always good. That's pretty great. Uh, and then, uh, Magneto gets demutantized. Yes. And then. And so does Rogue. Oh yeah, and then. Wolverine chops up Jean Grey. Jean! <laughs> he sure does. Yeah. You've remembered that pretty much spot on. And then there's also a scene where you see Magneto starting to get his powers Maybe back. he gets his powers back, yeah. Which apparently he does because... Well, because it does yeah, in future past. And also, yeah. his powers back. So this ending um, had a new year starting at the X-Men school with Beast in charge. So, because, you know, Professor... X was obliterated. Oh, he was, yeah, he exploded. Professor X, I think the term is you used, was Professor X. Yeah, you've got Professor X. <laughs> like gets, you wouldn't believe. Where he gets removed from every movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I? Rogue returns back to campus with full powers, and Logan Wolverine, slash Wolverine, returns to Canada, and then he's having a beer in the original um, film's bar. Remember the original movie? Oh, vaguely. You know, he's having, and then the guys come at him, and they're like, Yep. Huh. We know you're... You're a guy that's different. Uh-huh. We don't care for that. Where we are from in this vague area, we won't actually say what state it is because that would be derogatory towards that state. So, yeah. Mm. Better, worse, ambivalent. What is it? That would be, that'd be better. I think it's worse because... Oh, well. Um, I like the fact that they kind of left it open to does he, did the powers come back? Right, yeah, And then yeah, they're just yeah. like, no, they do. Don't okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, all right. Cool. Worse, you're right. I am right. Yeah. Next one. I Am Legend. Again, not a comic book movie, but it's based on a book. And book and comic book, they're similar, aren't they? They are similar words, certainly. <laughs> one has one less word in it. Yeah. That's book. Yeah. And as, sh- as we've taught previously, books are for nerds. <laughs> they and sure are. So th- but this is a novella, which is not quite a book. No. But so you can knock it off in an afternoon and you're not a nerd. That's a great book, actually. It is. I read that in preparation for I Am Legend. They're very, very different. Yeah. And the book is infinitely That better. annoys me. Because I Am Legend has been filmed before this. Has it? Like a number, it was filmed as The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price. You're right. And it was The Amiga Man with Charlton Heston. Yeah. But in both, in both cases, they changed it a lot, but they also changed the name. And in this one, old mate Will Smith decided that this was going to be the definitive version, so why change the name? Yeah. 
but changed everything else. Yeah. Which is incredibly annoying. Yeah. And it was terrible. And it was... You know, I didn't think it was that bad. Actually, the guy who made that did Hunger Games. New Hunger Games. Well, he's improved a lot then, hasn't he? he? Because Iron Legend was terrible. That's... You know, uh, there's a few things that let down that movie. Namely, the CGI um, vampires. And they are vampires as well. That's one thing they never specify. They're vampires. In the in the in the book, they're actually. vampires. Yeah. yeah, they're very definitively vampires. There. Yeah, and they sort of, they retain their intelligence. Yeah, they retain their old memories. They can some speak. do, mm. some yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Great book. If you haven't read it, absolutely read it. Yeah, and also other reasons. Let's I... not spoil that. No, let's not go and read on. We no, we haven't spoiled it because no. we know the vampires going. In. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, we know right. the vampires going. Okay. But um. I was going to say, oh, I'm assuming there's some kind of terrible prequel comic. <laughs> I would hope, yeah, definitely. Oh, I bet there is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Now, in the original ending, do you remember what happens? In the original... Oh, and also that annoys me. Because, <laughs> and, spoiler, without spoiling anything in the book, the reason it's called I Am Legend is there's a line in the dialogue where somebody says the words, I Am Legend. Yeah. Which never happens in the movie. No. Somebody says, he was a legend. Yeah. Right? So that movie should have been called, he's a bit of a bloody legend, isn't he? <laughs> That's what they should have called it. That would have been, I probably would have watched that. Had they just changed the name a little bit. And, then, and it makes so much sense when it says I Am Legend, you go, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It ties everything up. That was great, yeah. What a great book. Okay, so in. And uh, it's from like the 50s. Yeah. And nothing good happened in the 50s. I know, right? There's sure. that, just that thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, go on. The Red Menace and that book. Both great things. <laughs> uh, so in I Am Legend, they're trapped in a lab of some sort or yep, something? Yep, yep. And then. Uh, the love interest escapes. Yep. With a there's a little girl maybe. What happens to Will Smith? He blows himself up. He explodes. With a yeah. Yeah. Or he just explodes. <laughs> with fame. Fame and self importance. He explodes into up. a blood tornado. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> with yeah. Stephen Dorff's face. Oh boy. Wonderful. Okay, so he explodes. Yeah. And there, with all the vampire creatures, what are they called? Dark seekers. They're called dark seekers. Or sure. Something. Yeah. Why not? And then he blows them up. Yeah. And then the, the... He's got the cure. She gets the cure. She The cure, and, and she goes to the secret... Yeah. Secret place. And where she goes, he's a bit of a bloody legend. He's a bit of a bloody legend, that guy. <laughs> and then he, he saves the universe. Okay, this ending is better. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the ending is, then I'm going to explain why. Okay. Okay. okay cause the I'm alpha male. You know the alpha male that's after it? Yep. The CGI-looking alpha male. Him and Neville sh- share the realisation. Neville. That's his name, yeah. What's the 1950s book? Yeah, I know. Unless they kept that. Yeah, they could, yeah. Should have changed the name. Didn't call him Will like... Smith does not look like a Neville. No, he doesn't. He looks like a Nev. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He looks like a Nev Campbell. Ooh. Or is it Neve Campbell? It's Neve now. Cool. Mm. So, in the original ending, yep. which is filmed as well, I've seen this, the alpha male, the head of the vampire dark men, and Neville share the realisation... Neville. That was it that the woman vampire that he kidnapped that he was testing on is that vampire... Yeah, the vampire... Is that <laughs> head vampire... Is that head vampire's kind of girlfriend. Uh-huh. And that's why he's coming after Neville. Oh, but I don't want to, I don't want to say that exact word, girlfriend. You know? <laughs> we're just... We're, we're hanging out. We're spending some time together, but I don't want to... You know, I don't want, don't want to put labels on things, you know? We're just, we're just taking it one day at a time and just seeing where it goes. You yeah, know? that's it. I don't... I'm going to be busy for the next couple... I've got work and stuff. It's, I'm pretty... I mean, I, if I don't answer my phone, it's because I'm at work. And, but I'll call you. I'll call you very soon. Definitely. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that. You nailed that voice as well. That's good, isn't it? it just sounds like... um, yeah, so they share the realisation that, ne- that... And Neville gives him back. He goes, oh, this is your girlfriend. Right. And he gives him back and they leave. So it's not an explosive finale. Will Smith lives and then they go off together with the cure. Right. So, and that's the reason why that vampire is targeting him specifically. Because there's a bit where they set, it sets a trap for him. Yep. 
Twice. Yeah. Where the noose where he gets hung upside down. Uh-huh. There's the bit where he, they, they ambush him at the dock. Yep. And there's the bit where when he first captures that vampette. Yes. Your word. The vampire. Vampalina. The vampire. The vampire steps into the sun. Yep. And he, he goes. Save her, yeah. yeah. And he goes. I've never seen that happen before. Right. 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 They must be getting stupider. Yeah. But the reason it steps into the sun because it takes his girlfriend. So all those things happen. Yep. And then he runs at them with a grenade. Which yeah, makes yeah. no sense. It, yeah, it makes no sense and it's a bit mean. Yeah. When you think about so it. So I think that makes that movie infinitely better. But still not very good. <laughs> okay, I believe better but not very good stuff. Fair point. Yeah, it's better but I, I don't care. Also, it turns out that he is legend. I've written he that here. He is a real, a real bloody legend, you know? <laughs> this one. What a champ. What a champ. He should have been called, he was a bloody legend, <laughs> colon, what a champ. This one, this is my, this is probably one of my favorite ones. Yep. Um, it's not, it's not, it's from Batman 1989. Okay. What I'm happened? familiar with Batman 1989. <laughs> I know you are. Have you, did you see that in the cinema? Yes. So I didn't again. Too yeah. dark. I was too young. Huh. I remember seeing that because I, I would always watch the 1960s Batman TV show. Yeah. And it was, and it was fun, but I'm always like, eh, hey, you know, everybody's having fun on this show. And then I saw the trailer and I'm like, for the 1989 Batman movie, and I'm like, oh my god, Batman's real. <laughs> He's a real... Because he had the black costume and he had the car and the Joker was this horrible monster with a frozen grin. But having... Re- and you know what? The other day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to revisit that magic. I'm going to watch that trailer again. Yeah. Awful. Yeah, it it's is. It's so poorly paced. No, yeah. the movie's still great. Movie's I would still, disagree. But the, the trailer is so... It's like a... It's one of those trailers from the 80s. Yeah. Which is a sort of random scene. Yeah. So shoehorned together and there's no yeah yeah makes no sense weird audio yeah. weird music cues anyway yeah <laughs> what were we talking about oh yeah Batman what's the ending do you remember uh, yeah he, he murders the Joker <laughs> remember that it was good wasn't it he grappling hooks no, into a told, gargoyle yeah and then the, then it weighs him down and yeah. then his, his options are have his leg torn off yeah or fall to his death and he falls to his death when I was a kid, a very young man, mm-hmm. I remember I went to one of my parents' friends' house. Yep. And you you know when you're a kid, I don't know about you, but I hated all my parents' friends' kids. Yep, most of them. Because yep. I'm like, why are you forcing me to hang out with this guy? Like, we have nothing in common. And when you leave the room, he punches me because he's, oh, no. he's, he's like three feet taller than Right, me. okay. And he's older. Anyway, I went to this guy's house and he's like, what movie do you want to watch? And I'm like, I want to watch Batman. You've got Batman. You're one of those kids with a TV in your room and right. a VHS player. Because uh-huh. you're one of those prick kids <laughs> right. from the 90s. Uh-huh. He, he was like a villain from the, yeah, like a, a kid's villain yeah. from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And you were he, a little ascot yeah, and a blazer. That's it. And he was older, he was much older than me and clearly smarter. He kind of looked like, uh, you know, Buzz from Home Alone, you know, Macaulay Culkin's older brother with like the pig face uh-huh. so he drew out the whole process of okay we could do it how about we hold a raffle and he cut up all these little tickets to like so he could do like a raffle and he can draw which one it was and by the time that he managed to do this my parents came in and like we're gonna go huh. so I missed it and if I ever see that guy again I'm gonna knock all these fucking teeth out <laughs> like legitimately wow wow this is your own you're gonna, you're gonna tie that guy to a gargoyle push him out of a helicopter <laughs> What a prick. Yeah. He was also one of those guys who'd play the Nintendo. I see why this... You, you, <laughs> I see why you created this podcast. is to do about nine episodes to cover up what what this is, and then you're just going to let loose on all your childhood bullies. I understand. I get it. I get it. I don't approve, but, you know, do, do your thing. Sure. Anyway, sorry. He also had a Nintendo, uh-huh. and, he, and he'd just play it in front of me for hours. Huh. Just be like, no, you can't play. Wow. What a jerk. Yeah. Man, I hate that guy. <laughs> Does that have anything to do with the ending of Batman? No. Okay. So, okay, this, so this so nobody told Tim Burton that the, the Joker that, that Batman doesn't just kill all no. his opponents. Well, apparently, like he said um, about he said, 
I'd certainly never read a comic book instead of this very famous quote, especially something by Kevin Smith, when you're right, attacking yeah. Kevin Smith. And Kevin Smith said, well, that clearly explains the first Batman movie. Right. Which is true, because the Batman movie has so little to do with Batman, yeah, <laughs> despite really, yeah. having Batman in it. Yeah. Anyway, an unofficial uh, version of the film has aired on Latin TV. Did, it did air on Latin TV. At least once. Television ale Latino. That's the one. Yes. Besides being dubbed into Spanish, the film's ending is heavily edited. Ooh. And it's as follows. Okay. So when the Joker puts on the glasses and says, you, you wouldn't hit a guy, a guy with, with glasses, glasses on, would you? Dude. Batman punches him, knocks him over the edge, and he dies. He just plummets to his death wow. and dies. Wow. <laughs> so it's just, he gets punched. Punched, and then it cuts to the Joker falling, and then he's dead. That sounds like some sort of... Like, they've just... For whatever reason, they only have, like, 87 minutes to put the movie on, but it goes for, like, 95 or whatever, and they're like, we'll just cut out the last... Cut out the last five minutes. (laughs) The climatic climatic battle. Cut out the bit with the art. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Cut out all the Prince songs. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's pretty great. So they clearly they've just they've done a punch. They've edited out everything, the helicopter and the getting to the roof and blah de blah. Yeah. And they've just put in that last bit where he where he animated Joker falls to his death. Yeah. That's great. That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funnier. I would de- I definitely want to say and that. And it sounds like an accident. Unless it wasn't an accident. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, like he knocked him off the edge on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, pretty amazing. I hope there's just an outtake of Michael Keaton, like, ooh. Oh, good <laughs> oh, <dear> boy. <laughs> Great movie. Yep. Not really. Yep. Anyway, next one. Another Star Wars movie. Return uh-huh. of the Jedi from 1983. Ewoks, I don't really remember how it ends. <laughs> Han Solo and the Ewoks. Does everybody get a medal at the end? Everyone, no, that's Oh, I can't remember how it ends now. I can't yeah. remember now. Okay, so. They're in the... They're in, are they in the second Death Star? They're not. Are they in the Death Star? They're in the they second in, Death Star. Yeah. Okay, they're in the second Death Star, and uh, Darth Vader's going to kill Luke. Yep. And then Emperor's going to kill Luke. Emperor's going to kill Luke, and then Darth Vader's like, no, and he grabs. That's what they added in. They added the no recently. There was never a no. And George Lucas recently went back, and he goes no, and he picks up the Emperor. Right. It's implied that he doesn't want him to do that. You don't need him to say no. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't look like an accident. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not and, a Batman-esque accident. And then he falls down the drive shaft or whatever it is yeah. and they die. Yeah. Right? I would have loved to have seen a bit. And then they did this on Robot And then at the end... No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say, they did this in Robot Chicken where the Emperor falls through and he just falls past the Millennium Falcon as it's flying into the, the center of the Death Star. That's I think great. Robot Chicken or maybe Family Guy did that. Uh-huh. Anyway, so go on. So, and at the end, Darth Vader's then allowed to appear in the... You go to heaven. You go to heaven. <laughs> Which as a child I did not buy. Yeah. This is the first, the first, I think this is the first instance of that where I'm like, yeah, you saved your child. Yeah. But you also blew up that planet with millions of, well, billions of people on it. Well, Graham Moff Tarkin did that. He did, he could have stopped it. I think you said this to me once. You said it would be like. I'll if, tell you what it'd be okay, like. Okay, go. It'd be like if it's the end of World War Two. <laughs> yep. And Hitler and Stalin teamed up. To fight, like, the, to destroy the Allies, right? And the end, like, and they're, they're in, like, the, Stalin's palace, because I assume he has a palace. Sure. Right? And, and Stalin's like, look what I've found, Hitler. It's your son, and he's in the resistance. And, and Hitler's like, no, he grabs Stalin, and he throws him down the drive shaft. 
of the palace. He's still he's still Hitler. He's still Hitler, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wouldn't he wouldn't get to show up in the in the in heaven in no, the light heaven. That's really work. unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Super unfair. Yeah. Because it's his son. It's ridiculous. Of course he's going to save his own son. Yeah. He could still be a bad person. Exactly. He is a bad person. Yeah. He's the worst person. Yeah. He chopped up all those kids, remember? For no reason. Yeah. God. He probably cheated in that pod race. Did he? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Or does it? What a what a terrible story arc that guy has. I know, the worst. And you know what? They made it bad. It yeah. wasn't bad. And then they yeah. made it bad. Mm. By over-explaining it and just, oh my god, I, you know what, I'm not even going to get into it. Let's not get into it, let's we'll save, we'll save it for another and, podcast. Anyway. Yeah, we'll we, save it for just, we'll just go to a high mountaintop and just scream for a yeah. couple hours. <laughs> That's right. Now, the original ending, or one of the considered endings, and Harrison Ford very much wanted to do this, was that Han Solo dies in the raid on the Imperial base. Yep. And wouldn't that, I thought that would have been you think really that, good. Do you think that Han, he wanted Han Solo to die, or do you think they were just filming one day? And the, and the director was like, hey, Harrison, how do you feel? And he's like, I want to die. He's got his head in his hands. He's like, I want to die. And they're like, oh, we'll write that in. We'll see how that tests. We'll write, we'll put that in. He's like, you don't get it. <laughs> well, famously, what is it? Uh, he, he said in an interview, it's probably not famously, uh-huh. that he goes, um, Harrison Ford goes, George Lucas thought there were no money in dead hand solo toys. <laughs> right. Which is... True, I guess. I don't know. But I think, and I said this in my Making Star Wars Not Terrible video. No, you and your videos. (laughs) God. (laughs) That, um... That they should kill Han Solo in the first Star Wars, in the new one. In the first 10 turned, minutes. The first 10 minutes, that'll be amazing. And he shows up, and then they introduce the villain. A villain that they keep through the trilogy, by the way. Yeah. Unlike the prequels, where they're like, here's Darth Maul, dead. Here's Dooku, dead. dead. Here's Grievous, he's in it for 10 minutes, dead. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Darth Maul should have ran through that whole movie. Yeah. Those whole series. Anyway, and you get the villain to kill Han Solo. And how, like, like war champion... Man of the people, Han yeah, Solo, yeah, yeah. gets shot in the face on television. Yeah, exactly. And imagine how much everybody would hate that villain. You know what? It would be amazing. All the fans would hate the villain and yeah. they'd want to just keep watching to see him get his. Yeah. Harrison Ford would get to die, which yep. is his fondest wish in that whole... <laughs> like, both in real life and in the movie franchise, everybody wins. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. You pull that? Yes. Yeah, cool. Alright, so that obviously will not what happened. They had a... What Harrison Ford also said, they ended up having a teddy bear picnic at the end. Yeah, that's Return very true, yeah. Return of the Jedi sags in the middle in a big way. Uh-huh. The start is amazing in the Jabba's Palace. The end confrontation with Luke and Vader yeah. is amazing. All that stuff in the middle is... Remember when they said, they, they were like, oh, we found this We found this footage from the start of Return yeah. of the Jedi, yeah. and it's Luke building, the like a guy in a hood, and he's building the yeah. lightsaber, and he lights it up. And yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. You didn't find that. They didn't find you that. You made that. Yeah. And also, that would rob the, that re- robs Return of the Jedi, that entire bit at the start. Yep. Where you think he's unarmed, you think he's done for, and then bang, green lights. Yeah, over. and because nobody had seen a green lightsaber yeah, at yeah. that point, it had yeah. been blue and red, mm. and then they just do purple now or whatever. Yeah, and that purple lightsaber, Sam Jackson just said, "I want a purple lightsaber," and George Lucas was like, "Well, they're only really blue and red and whatever," and he's like, "No, great, <laughs> purple." Mm. Yeah, that whole reveal would have been completely spoiled. What yeah. a dumb scene. Yeah, nah, that scene they filmed that. What yeah. a pack of jerks. I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, next one. Not a comic book movie in any way, but I want to talk about it. All right, here I'm we sure go. There's a co- I've never seen this, but I know you've seen it. Highlander 2, The Quickening. <laughs> One of the worst sequels of all time. One of the worst <laughs> films of all time. Go. What happens in the end? Okay, so... I have no idea. Do you know, do you know anything about the Highlander films? I, I, you know, break it down for me. I've seen the first one. I've seen the third one. Okay, so the first one... The, f- the first one, it's sort of... It's sort of this... 
it's going to sound ridiculous when you break it down, but it's a, it, I think it's a really good film. Yeah, I agree. Where it's sort of this unexplained magic of Earth or of the universe grants certain people randomly throughout the world the ability they're, they're immortal. That's yeah. their power, and for whatever reason, they all have come to believe that there is a prize. If the for the last one alive, yeah, and so that's why they wander around the earth throughout the years, at killing each other, and at the end of, and then at, at some point there becomes this gathering where the last remaining immortals all are drawn to this one place. They fight to the death. There's one left, and he gets this prize, and the prize is well, it's it's a bit vague. Jenga, yeah, it's Jenga. The prize it's a is box of Jenga. Yeah, it's a box of Jenga, and he's, <laughs> and he's no good at Jenga. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but the first one is great because. It's got this huge scope of all this, you know, all this. We see, we see these characters move throughout history. Oh, it's incredible, yeah. And but at the well, same time, a lot of it's told in flashbacks. Yeah, and yeah. it also has a very good characters with a lot of with a lot of depth, and it has a very well defined beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Very specifically, it's got an end. Yeah. And you know, I, we can spoil it. It's fine because yeah. it's a million years old at this point, yeah. but. Connor McLeod, the the hero of the film, he wins the prize. He, uh, he he gains a sort of a an understanding of all the world yeah. and, and the thoughts of all men, and he finally he, he sort of he can be he can grow old again and have kids, and that's that's the end of it. Yeah. And it didn't do well at the box office, but for whatever reason, they decided that they would do a sequel. Did that not do well? I don't think so. It's better than He Man. Yeah. I get, yeah. Sorry. You know. <laughs> but. And again, for whatever reason, instead of maybe setting it, you know, maybe just the adventures of Highlander back in the day or whatever. That would have been cool. Yeah, they instead they, which is kind of the Highlander the TV series, what they did is they decided to change it from this fantasy universe to this weird sci-fi universe where... The Con- future. Yeah, the future. It was virtually the future. is like 2020 something. And he's old initially. He's old because he's lost his immortality and mm. he's just growing old as a normal man. Uh, and it was... It, environmental issues. The ozone layer had been depleted. And Early so 90s. Yeah, so they'd built this electromagnetic shield around the world for ozone protection. But it turns out, we, we realise that the immortals aren't from this unexplained magical universe. They're from another planet. Yeah. Uh, and they were rebels fighting against General Katana, who's an alien. And, and they captured Connor McLeod and Ramirez played by Sean Connery who were planning this rebellion. Who's dead at this point, by the yeah, way. Yeah, who's dead at this point. And so what they did is, as a punishment, they sent them through time and space to the past where they became immortals in the setting of the first film. Yeah. And so at this point, they've decided that... They've, they decide that... Oh, this is so confusing. <laughs> well, the thing about Highlander apologists on the internet, the only way any of the movies make sense is if you if you... Assume they all take place in separate universes because none of the continuity makes any sense. They all contradict one another, and they're all awful. So anyway, the the main this ruler guy decides that what he's going to do is he wants he he doesn't want uh, Connor McLeod to cause any more trouble, so he sends two of his henchmen through space to Earth. Even though he's a dying old man. Even though he's a dying old man. How come he doesn't remember? I don't know. I don't think. Maybe it's explained that. Why don't I remember? That's a blocking <laughs> that's it out. Question. Maybe that's maybe just, he's blocking it out. But anyway, so he kills these guys and he gets his immortality back, mm. and that also brings Ramirez back from the dead. Yep. With magic, yep. or is it science? Who's to know? Anyway, it's awful. And anyway, the point is that they both everybody teams up and has weird alliances and rivalries, and then uh, 
Connor McLeod kills Michael Ironside and in real life. Yeah, in real life. And the quickening destroys the shield, and then it turns out Earth was fine anyway. And then I think, because he's killed all the immortals again, he gets the prize again. <laughs> but this time the prize is to hungry, go... Hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, this is hungry, hungry hippos, but also he gets to go back to his home planet, Poochie style. <laughs> so him and the new girlfriend that he picks up in Highlander 2, they sort of turn into light and they, and they disappear into space because they're going back to their home planet. I think you've actually seen the alternative ending. I might have seen that. They're all sort of samey-ish, I think. Because in this ending, it says shown in some European countries only. And yep. I, I, probably Australia. We're a European We're Europe-ish. Yeah. <laughs> in no way. Um, well, we're founded by Europe, aren't we? Yeah. Sure. Bit right. of history there for everybody. So good. Um, that, yeah, what is it? That Connor floats up into the sky, asks Louise to go up, go with him. I presume that's his new girlfriend. And uh-huh. they fly off and return to his home planet. So you saw that ending. I think so. But I think there's another... I I um I remember reading about this, and I think there's an alternate ending where you actually see the planet. Okay. Like they actually go... They appear on that planet. So... There you go. Yeah. Anyway, great. <laughs> it's a real winner. It sure is. Um, worst, better, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Who cares? Who, who, don't say it. I want to watch it one day. See Highlander 1, that's good. Yep. See Highlander 4, Endgame, which is pretty good. Oh, okay. That's like the late 90s one, yeah. Oh, and then the one that span off into the, okay, span off into the TV series. No, the TV series span off into that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Alternate universes, though. Goodness gracious, man. Don't see, don't see 2, 3, or 5. 5's not good. <laughs> Done. Yep. Um, okay, there we go. Great. Next one. Not a comic book movie, but it's very comic book based. Here we go. In a way. Clerks from 1994. Yep. Um, the original ending, do you remember? Ah, oh, just he just just ends. Yeah, it just sort of ends. He throw he throws him the sign or whatever the open sign, and he's yeah. like, "Your your clo- your face is closed or whatever," and then he leaves. One of them leaves. Yep, Dante or Randall, which one? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. So in the original ending, and this was filmed because apparently because Kevin Smith didn't know how to end it. Yep. His first film or whatever. What an effort to put that film together as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, just as Dante closes the store, a guy comes in and shoots him dead, then he takes some cigarettes. Great. And that's the ending. Fantastic. Yeah. I like Clerks too, a lot. Yeah. I think we saw that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't like Clerks, so I like it quite a bit. I think it's fun. Yeah, but I'm glad um they didn't, didn't go with that ending. Mm. But that also ties into to the whole movie... He always says, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Right. And then he gets shot. Yeah. So, you know. Great happy ending. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Great happy ending. Worse. Worse. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Iron Man 2. But... <laughs> Do you remember the ending? Yeah, robots. <laughs> yep. They don't, they don't kill Mickey Rourke, even though his head's uncovered for most of the film. Don't they kill him in the original ending? No, they do, but they, don't, yeah. they kill him right at the end. Like, yeah. They could have killed him like 15 minutes On the racetrack. Again... <laughs> A real opportunity for them to like launch a missile. It just flies around, go, you know, flies around, you know, just hangs out for a bit, gets a cup of coffee or whatever. And then when Mickey Rock shows up, not wearing a helmet, smacks him in the back of the head. Just bursts that I thing think like a He does show up with the helmet, then he takes the helmet off. And he's like, it's me, Mickey Rock. Oh, right. Okay. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's Mickey Rock, guys. Hey, guys, it's Mickey Rock. Good Laser on. whips. Yep. So the original ending was. Uh, this one, it's another one that. It, it shouldn't even be on here because it's so uninteresting. Yeah. Mickey Rourke's whiplash holds Pepper Potts hostage with his mini whips. With prompting... his what? Uh, his mini whips? Yeah, yeah, mini whips. Are they like mini whips? Yep. Prompting okay. Stark to come and rescue her. Some nifty teamwork between him and Potts allow them both to escape. And then Rhodey blows him up. 
Great. You know, if you said to me that was the actual ending, I would have gone, okay. Yeah, it seems... Because I don't remember. It seems... Yeah, that makes sort of sense. Yeah. But if you recall, in the original ending, they team up. Yeah. Repulsive style. They do. And then... Oh, then he he self-destructs himself. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He predators it. Yeah, he did tell the predator. bitches out. Yep. What an idiot. (laughs) Okay. Iron Man 3. We've talked about this before. Uh Ending of Iron Man 3... He blows up his suits. We said that in yep, this one. Exactly, Is there anything yeah. you want to add? Well, that's... It's not... It's it's just really symbolic, you know? It is. love. Because he is a billionaire. And he can build one of those suits in like five hours. Yeah. So. If I... Like, if I burnt down the place where I live, yep. I'd be in some serious shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, so, yeah. You're right. It is symbolic. Mm. Yeah. And it's Christmas also. Oh, yeah. Um, the original ending, we've talked about this before... Trevor Slattery uses Extremis, and then he explodes. Pretty great. <laughs> you reckon add it in? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say worse, because it makes zero sense. Okay, cool. Not that it makes zero sense. It makes perfect sense, but it adds None of nothing. the rest of the movie made any sense, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> this one, I think, is my favourite. Okay, I'm ready. It's for Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Okay. What happens at the end? Like, at the end... He just Ramona and him, Scott Pilgrim decide decide to give their love another chance, kind of thing. Yeah, they just like, hey, let's hang out some more and see what happens. Yeah. Um, As this movie was filming, the comic was apparently still going. So Edgar Wright, yeah, it's volume know. six hadn't come out. Yeah, six volumes and the six one hadn't come out. Are they yet. different? I've never read it. Uh, a lot well, one's of... a comic, so they're different in that way. Yes, in terms <laughs> of mediums, sure. Uh then then they're they're different, but they're not. They're not markedly different. Like, nobody... My my feeling, when the movie came out, my assumption was going to... But my assumption was, and... Yeah. My assumption of how, of how the movie was going to end as I was watching it, and my assumption of how the final volume was going to end when it came out, was that Scott was going to end up with Knives, the... Oh, yep. Nice chow, the Korean girl. Yep, yep. Because they clearly had the best connection. Yeah. And... Ramona was just sort of tolerating Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, I guess you're all right, but I'm just going to leave, so why... Uh... But at the end, Knives is like, oh, I'm too cool for you. I'll just, you know, but... Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that. That was actually... There was two endings, at least. Okay. One of them was he decides to go with Knives Chow because they have more in common. Made a lot more... Would have made a lot it. more sense, yeah. However, there's another alternative ending. Another ending? Which is my favourite, I think. Ooh. That Ed- Edgar Wright didn't have time to film. A news report covering is seen covering the story of a serial killer who's murdered seven people and then claimed he was in a video game. That's good. How yeah. good is that? That would be pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That would explain all the wackiness in that movie. Yeah. That's one of those movies I saw at the time, I'm like, yeah, it was alright. Didn't love it. And then seeing it again in hindsight, I really like that movie. Like Moulin Rouge. Yeah, yeah. I like Moulin Rouge. What do you think of that? I, I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> That's so weird. Is that why you, you're always like, if you can, can, can! Like it, like that's, at the supermarket and stuff. That's exactly why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just bring it into your real life. Um, I don't know, uh, Scott Pilgrim is one of those movies, and Terminator 2 is the same. <laughs> no. No, it is, they're the same, because what they should have done, mm. what I would, in the, it never would have worked, because they wouldn't have made any money. I mean, Scott Pilgrim didn't make any money anyway, so no. may, they may as well have tried it. They should have pitched that, all the trailers should have pitched that as a romantic comedy. With yeah. no sci-fi fighting elements at all, and then you think it's going to be this guy dealing with all the exes and all this relationship drama, and then you get in, and then it's insane video game fight. That would have been that would have been great, exactly. Yeah. Who was? It? Um, do you think a lot of people would have left the cinema? No, I would have stuck around. Come on. What movie were we in? What's that movie about the end of the world and Martin Freeman's in it? 
The World's New Tiger's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, right. That's, okay. that's a different one. Sorry. Yeah. There were two. Okay. But um, remember, two people left during that. That's not a great movie, because I think they were expecting something else. And then yeah, there was yeah. the Dolphin Sing song at the start. That's right, yes. And then they left, and, they, and the guy, was, as he left, he was like, what a what a dumb movie, he said, as he left. Yeah, that, yeah. In the, in the wittiest call. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah. not a great movie, but... Yeah. What a dickhead. Okay, but, but in Terminator 2 is the same, where... And again, uh, listeners, if you've never... If you have a friend, and I always like to try this, if you have a friend who's never seen the first two Terminator films, get them in a room and watch them back to back. Yep. Because that second one will blow their mind. Yeah. Because, and again, they should have done this in the trailer. And I get, it's it's probably a fine balancing act because there was a, there's a lot of great special effects in that film mm. and you want to show them off to get people in the cinemas. But if you, if you came straight from the first Terminator and you watched Terminator 2, for the first 15 minutes you would assume that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the bad guy. You absolutely would, yeah. And that, and that Robert Patrick is the good guy, again, because it, it's this weird parallel to the first one. Yeah. He doesn't, you know, it, it's only 20 minutes in that you realise the T-1000 killed that cop. And, like, yeah. You know, and, and, and what have you, assumed his form as opposed to yeah. just putting his uniform on and so on. But because they had to market all the amazing special effects, they had to reveal that that guy was liquid metal in the trailers. And that yeah. Kind of, that kind of took a lot of a Yeah, you're absolutely right, yeah. yeah. That I, I'm trying to think. I don't think I know anybody. Everybody I know is. We'll find someone. Yeah, we will. Yeah, and we'll get him. Yeah, just kidnap someone from yeah, the yeah. streets. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You're right about that Terminator. Yeah. Thing. They're making a new one as well. They're casting, looking for Sarah Connor at the moment. Schwarzenegger's in it, and I think they were talking about setting it in the fifties. Huh. So you know, I'll watch that. Yeah, I watch that. I'll watch the hell out of that. How Sarah Connor's in it, but you know who knows that that cha- that changes all the time. Yeah, yeah. So who knows. Last one. What's the hell out of that? Oh, better, worse, whatever. Uh, I think both of those are better. I think the both of those are better. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Not that that's... It's still a great movie. Yeah. But I think both of those are better. Mm. Last one. Ready. We got that. This has been a bit of a long one, so I apologize. We'll edit out all the dead space. I'll edit, I'll so edit out... So this will come down to 32 minutes. I'm going to edit out by red. About no, my, keep it in. No, keep that body. in. That's the best part. That is the best part. And you will always... What, if you edit that out... I will just come over here one day and you've just got your headphones in and you're listening to that rant over and over again. Like, why didn't I, why didn't I put it in the show? Why didn't I put it in the show? So keep it in the show. What a prick. Yeah. You dragged that out on purpose so that I couldn't see Batman. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> you've seen Batman since, though. I have, yeah. yeah. But still. Mm. What a prick. Okay, so... <laughs> Alien from 1979. Again, not yep. a comic. A lot of comics based on the Aliens franchise. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Um, you've, do you remember what happened at the end of Alien 1979? Um, 1979. Sp- shuttle, airlock. Yep. Space suit. Yep. Kicks it out the airlock. It's still hanging on the end of the... That's Aliens. No, it's, it's still hanging on the... Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, you're the, right. the hook thing. Yeah. That, and, and then she fires the engines and burns it. Yeah. To crisp. You're right. Yep. In the original version... I'm ready. Ridley Scott, um, so this I'm just gonna read this because okay. it's just easier. Ridley would, uh, Ripley, sorry, would make her a Ripley or Ridley. <laughs> Ripley, so confusing. I know. The woman from Ghostbusters. Yep. Two. Yes. Uh, would make her escape. Vigo the Carpathian. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ripley would make her escape from the exploding Nostromo, uh-huh. only for the xenomorph to reappear in the shuttle, which it does. Yep. It then bites her head off and then starts communicating with Earth. Using her voice. Wow. <laughs> no. That would have changed everything. That would have changed, wow. Yeah. What would have happened is the the ongoing effect of that would have been that thousands of comic book creators and movie 
makers would have been out of jobs because that would have been the last Alien film. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm, last okay. Alien anything. So I mean, and that would have they would have had a whole if they did do sequels to that. The, the Alien would have had wacky powers, I'd imagine, like it could morph into a human. Yeah, yeah. or whatever it would have gone yeah. in a very strange twist. That was a good call to take that out. Definitely. Also, if they were like, "Yeah, I'm Ripley. I'm not an alien. I'm going to come back to Earth," they'd be like, "Cool." And then they'd open the door and be like, "Oh, it's an alien." Yeah, that's a that's a really scary alien. Yeah, yeah. We should probably. Good just... thing we have this tank, <laughs> and then bang over. So yeah, kind of pointless, kind of stupid. I'd love to see it if it exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's the show, Mason. Ah, uh, so that's worse. Yeah, I'll just get so we're clear. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so much worse. Yeah, that is so much worse. Uh-huh. Again, apologies to those listening for this running a little long, but there is a lot of alternative things. I thought about splitting it into two, but then I thought, you know what? No. Good. That was yeah. my thought process. Because then you'd have to click stop and record again. Yeah, God, are you kidding me? Ugh. Don't what am I an idiot? Yeah. yeah. Next week again, don't know what we're going to talk about. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, we will talk about the new Spider-Man trailer, I'll tell you that much. Okay, good. I'm and ready. May- and maybe we'll even talk about something else. Ooh. <laughs> I'm always on board for something else. You sure are. Yeah. Um, thank you to Gabriel Bruton for our theme song at the start. Every time. Best theme God, song every ever. time. Um, my, you, if you want to, if you want to suggest a topic, topic or you've got anything to say, you can either hit us up on Twitter, weeklyplanetpod at gmail, um, uh, sorry, weeklyplanetpod at gmail is our email, weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or Facebook. Mason's is Twitter is Wikipedia Brown. Correct. Mine is Mr. Sunday Movies. Shoot us an email or whatever. Yeah. Let us know something. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Yep. Just head at everything. <laughs> We're doing everything wrong. Cause, uh... Yeah. That is the show. Good to be here. Thanks, thanks for thanks, listening. Oh, thanks for all the downloads as well. It's going really well. Show's gone great. I love it. Yay! Yay! Bye! Bye! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.